say for example someone's saying okay yo yo amra let's go let's let's go drink some yeah. beer on friday night right let's friday go to the bar night, yeah. right yeah, so what let's are you gonna go do club and bro it's friday yeah. and <laughs> now and now since you're with so many of your friends yeah, or maybe that's just one friend mm-hmm. and he's like yo come uh this captain of the basketball team is going to be here right yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. are you gonna are you gonna be that guy that doesn't go that's your yeah, decision yeah, right exactly Assalamu alaikum guys. Welcome back to another episode of Kalam Kolbi, aka Words of My Heart. And today, me and Amr brought on a special guest. I've known him for about five years, and he's just one of those people that you want to be around. He's super chill and sticks to what he believes. His name is Zach. Assalamu alaikum guys. Thank you for having me here today. Yeah, um, it's a pleasure having you, man. So me and Zach went to the same middle school, and Amr too, obviously. So all three of us went to the same middle school, and um, Zach was always a year older, so I didn't really get to know him, right? So uh, where did you go before middle school, man? <laughs> yeah, man. So before middle school, I actually went to a private school. It was an Islamic school okay. mm-hmm. from SK to grade 6. All right. The transition between... Uh, Islamic school and public school. Did you notice any differences? Lots of differences, man. Lots mm-hmm. of differences. Lots of differences. I can briefly touch upon a couple right now. Of course, I don't yeah. want to go get for too it. deep. Yeah, However, yeah. Mm-hmm. in Islamic school, everything was like perfect. Everything was right. amazing. But at the same time, I felt a little bit sheltered from the outside right. world, the yeah. real world, because it is mm-hmm. a dangerous world. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So after grade six, going from that Islamic school, very sheltered used to praying obviously still praying after but used to islamic studies chronic studies mm-hmm. very good kids then going to a public school right from what you guys know you guys went to public school your yeah, whole life we, right? yeah. yeah we went to public school yeah public school is a little different even though you don't know exactly how islamic school works mm-hmm. it's a little different in terms of the environment and the atmosphere right, right? Yeah, i definitely mm-hmm. agree because there's a lot of non-muslims it's mm-hmm. primarily non-muslims there's right. muslims yeah. too but very very it's it's like it's the, a minor- the ratio it, is like low it's right? a minority <laughs> yeah yeah agreed so. right mm-hmm. so i noticed a, di- a major difference in the in the people how, how they, they talk are. how they interacted with each other definitely some better than others some worse right. than others right yeah mm-hmm. for sure i think that's fair to say yeah tell us uh zach how it was like in back in your islamic school like there were probably some extra islamic stuff that you would do on a regular basis whereas in the public school it stopped right yeah 100 percent. you're right so in islamic school obviously you get there at 9 a.m mm-hmm. it's just a regular school 9 a.m to mm-hmm. around maybe 4 p.m or 3 right. p.m okay so within the duration of school we have the lower prayer mm-hmm. and sometimes asr depending on if it's in the winter when, right yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's 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 one of the differences we pray okay and on fridays obviously this Jummah prayer for sure. During uh, afternoon time, when it's supposed to be lower time, right? Yeah. But it's on Friday, so it's yeah. Very So that's one. Day. That's one difference that I can ta- tell you from private school, public to, school, yeah. to public, public school. school. Yes. But other than that, mm-hmm. there's a lot of other things. Right. Uh, the cl- classes I had there, we mm-hmm. had Quranic studies where we learned how to pronounce the pronunciation of the Quran, how to read Quran, right. yeah, and we did Islamic studies, which is the history. Yes of the prophet a lot of the prophets a lot sure. of that right yeah which is very beneficial and i, I learned a lot of stuff there Definitely. so it was great yeah mm-hmm. something to add on to that like like me and yasin we never like you know 
had a had those subjects in school we'd always wish you know i'd be i'd tell you seeing like i wish we get to know, we would get to know all these things like in actual in it we would actually have a whole class about it Marshall, right man. but usually we would just have madrasa after school right but like obviously you know you know being in that environment in an islamic school is like so much better like you just you just feel so much happier like would, did you feel that like in like islamic school you're just like you just everything's just working smooth 100% so instead of saying happier mm-hmm. I would say more peaceful more yes. my heart at peace yeah, right that, mm-hmm. yeah. because you know uh, obviously you're being enrolled by your parents but at the same time you know you're doing the right thing you know Islam is the way to go you know Definitely. you're doing everything right and then on top of that you're getting the academics so For you're sure. getting Islamic studies Quranic studies that's related in relation to Islam right. but you're also doing math science and all mm-hmm. that stuff Definitely. So that's very beneficial because it's all in one, right? Yeah, it's a win-win. Of course, that's a one-win. Yeah. yeah. You see, you want to add on anything to that? Um, I was just gonna ask him, mm-hmm. how was high school then? Because if middle school, right, was uh, was bad, and not bad, but an eye opener, eye opener, eye opener, right? Yeah, true. So if middle school was an eye opener, and um, you know, Islamic school was just like on top, right? Yeah, right. right, on top of everything. <laughs> um. Was high school better or worse than middle school? In terms of the eye opener, I would say it was a learning experience. So it could okay. be could be better, right? Because I was exposed to so much stuff going to high school in Scarborough, yeah. then moving to Durham, right? You see a lot of stuff. You see different groups of people, of different groups of friends. You mm-hmm. make friends, you lose friends. It's it's yeah. just the circle mm-hmm. of life. It's right? just a cycle. Cycle, no. right? Definitely. So to answer your question, it was better. It was better. Mashallah, mm-hmm. that's good. Because for me and Yasin, and for you as well, like grade nine and ten were those like you know, yeah. kind of the off years. Uh, off years, yeah. <laughs> off years, right? You're trying to find yourself. Yeah, the You're off trying years. to fit in. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So you tell us more about like how it is. Like you know, you're you're in an Islamic school, and everyone. I mean, not, mo- most people are like like you, right? Like they're going to pray, they're going to read Quran, they're learning the same the same stuff. But like in a public school, right? In a public school, uh, not everyone is doing that. So how does that make a difference? Right. So I would say since you're surrounded not all with Muslims now, mm-hmm. like in my my yeah, what I lived definitely going from private school, Islamic school to public school, right. In Islamic school, everyone's together. We're all, yes. we're all in the same boat, right? For sure. We're all doing the same stuff. We're like-minded. When you right. go to public school, there's a lack of values. There's a lack of values, yes. right? You see, there's, there are Muslims there, but they're, they're, they're like you said before, it's yeah. a minority, right? Yes. Yeah. So that just proves and it shows that that's when you need to find yourself and you need to know yeah. and you need to dif- differentiate what's right from wrong, right? Definitely. Now yeah. that you're in an environment, that there's not that many Muslims, are you gonna choose to forget about Islam? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna choose to slow down your prayers? Yes. Or are you gonna choose to set the example SubhanAllah. and and be work hard and, have, and have that drive, have right? So how would you say coming to a public school changed you? It changed me in a way that I felt I felt like it was a really big learning experience for me. Seeing everything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I matured because of that at an early, yes. earlier age. I agree mm-hmm. with you. Because you got that aspect of the outside world you were talking about earlier. Like how you're feeling sheltered away from. Because you yeah. don't know what's going on outside, right? Right. But as soon as you get out, you know, you see all these different things. All these different things. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wow, there's something else going on here. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And I remember this story. It was like uh, there was this bird. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not sure if it's a bird or a butterfly, but I'm guessing it's a bird. Okay. So basically, a bird was um, just born, like it came out of the shell. Like the right. Egg, right. Okay. And then it cracked out of the egg. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, it cracked out of the egg. And it was having trouble. Um, getting out using its wings right, right? yeah it wiggling out right yeah, yeah. Right, wiggling it out and somebody came and helped the bird helped the bird okay and after um the bird couldn't fly because it oh. never had the experience of using oh, its own wings and, and yeah. coming out so that kind of relates to what zach said it was like it, it it helped build him for sure right yeah and you need those experiences to to build your willpower right yeah mm-hmm. yeah right. because you need to have that drive yeah you right. Have that drive. right exactly like and you see and like if you don't have that drive it's hard to like stay connected to your dean yeah relating back to yasin's uh example about the bird and the egg mm-hmm. you mentioned that when the bird cracked out of the egg yeah someone helped the bird wiggle yeah. out yeah but then the bird ended up dying right yeah, yeah. because it, it couldn't fly right so at it the same time that's a great example at the same time sometimes that little push in is really good actually so that yeah. little push upwards as long as you can maintain yeah. it you don't need constant pushes definitely because mm-hmm. that's your own willpower right yeah, mm-hmm. your own if you can mm-hmm. take that push and help use it to your benefit that could benefit you in the long run too definitely right? agree with you and that push sometimes for the majority of the time is what your parents right your parents yeah they're the ones that raise you yes so i think we can talk about this now for a little bit of yeah. course bro. what significance do parents have on their children and we, we already know it's a major it's a really big impact they big have. impact the, the highest impact is the mom and the dad on their children children yeah. right definitely so i would say parents they set the example right yeah they, um they show you how to do things how to live the appropriate way to go about life definitely young youth we experience that when both of our parents are working right and no parent is actually at home or it, like the youth tends to like not get that attention mm-hmm. not get that advice or experience that's needed to know what's right what's wrong right mm-hmm. you know so i and i agree with like some of the some of my friends right it's hard for them to like stay connected with to the dean because their parents are like too busy mm-hmm. too busy of course that's not a bad thing they're working hard but it's, with working hard you find time to connect with your child as well right mm-hmm. and when there's no time to you know to be with your parents you you make time for other people and yeah. those other people might not be the best people you know what i mean definitely worthwhile compared to your parents mm-hmm. your parents exactly. above others right mm-hmm. we were mentioning this earlier when i was talking to you uh we talked about a mother you know subhanallah mother is uh such a great blessing in anyone's life so you want to elaborate a little bit more on that of course so I'm sure you guys know the saying or the hadith actually. Mm-hmm. Jannah lays underneath your mother's, your mother's feet, feet your mother's right? Feet, yes. Mm-hmm. So why don't we dive deep into that? Of and course. Talk about that a bit. What does that mean to you guys? What do you think that means? I think it means that you respect your mother, right, as much as you can. And it's, it's, it's funny because Zach just <laughs> got a call from his mom, and I'm like, <laughs> "That's perfect timing, perfect timing." Um, he's like, "Just showed us, you know, his mom's calling." I'm like, "Oh, damn, bro, Alhamdulillah." She knows, man. Look at she the knows. worrying and concern a mother has for a child, bro. <laughs> Subhanallah. So I was saying that a mom is who, um, you know, 
teaches you like the basics about life, man. Yeah, like, of course. Who are yeah. we without our mothers? That's definitely that's the question. Who really are we? You know, after a mother, you're saying the hadith of Jannah under lays under a mother's feet, right? Yeah. So to me, what that means is that, of course, a father is really important, and and one's like both parents, but in Quran and Islamically, the mother comes first. So to me personally, like we should really have a high respect for the mother mm-hmm. because. I say that if we don't have that respect, we don't have that love, we don't have that passion, we don't have that, we don't, we're not compassionate about our mothers, we won't have that Jannah, we won't have that heaven. Exactly. And how, if you don't have respect for your mother, how are you going to have respect for anyone else? Genuine exactly. respect, Ooh, right? True that, bro. Yeah, it's I was, crazy. I was uh, talking to Isa one day and he was telling me how uh, one of his friends, mm-hmm. they, they talked rough to his mother and he, oh, yeah. he just didn't like it. He, ab- he absolutely despised it. Of course. And now he's trying to distance himself yeah, away distance from it, himself. right? But, you know, it, it brings up a point. It's like, how are you going to, you know, hang around people that don't even respect yeah. their mother? They're, they're you know, that, mother. That, that's the person who, who you're supposed to have, at, like, the highest the respect highest for most, respect, right? Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree with you. And, like, how, how, how is the curio saying, like, you're going to respect your a good friend? But not your mother. Like, how are you even gonna do that? Yeah. How's that possible? It just shows the individual's character, right? How mm-hmm. they really are. Definitely. They can't make that time and that respect mm-hmm. for their mother. Because Subhanallah, like in in our young age, you know, we're usually out of the house more often. But Subhanallah, it's all about like making time. And how and mm-hmm. how often do we really make time at home? Yeah. You know, we're usually locked in our rooms. But when when we when we come back home, our mother is waiting for us. Yeah. And what do we do? We run we're, upstairs. They're still playing PS5, right, man. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> we're running from our mother, but our mothers want to come closer mm-hmm. to us. Like we said earlier, it's all about your friends. Mm-hmm. Make friends that will help their mother, love mm-hmm. their mother. Why? So we can do the same. Yeah. And the thing is, mothers are always busy, right? SubhanAllah. Yeah. So, they put in like, so much effort at yeah. home. So much food, and, cooking, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. And, you know, they might not always have time. So who are you going to hang around when you don't have time to... Yeah, with your mothers, right? Definitely. Life is short, man. You have to make the time for your mom, even your mom's mom, right? Mm -hmm. So this can go back to relating to our actual topic, which is youth upbringing, right? Right. Yeah. So we talked about my experience in high school, middle school. Mm -hmm. I met Amr and Yasin in grade seven, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And now we can talk about how an individual's mindset impacts their own upbringing right like me personally i was very shy growing up i was very introverted <laughs> we're all shy yeah we're all shy we're all very shy we're all in that bubble right definitely but growing up i would say after high school just maturing overall mm-hmm. i bursted out of that bubble and now i'm alhamdulillah i'm more alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. I'm more outgoing you are bro and i love right? it love that bro that that's that makes you a major quality of yourself you know and that's some. Uh, that's a good quality anyone should have, you know, being outgoing. So right. you can make the next introverted person extroverted. Yeah. And I think it's the confidence too. Yeah, right? confidence. 100%. You gain confidence when you switch to like high school, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as you enter high school, you start taking the bus, you start taking Uber, whatever it is, going out with your friends more often. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you're trying to fit in, right? Right. And I was I was trying to relate back to the upbringing, like. The people who are you are with, like, what if they like put you down in school? Because you're not like you us, down, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, relating to what Amr just said, uh, your question, your point is, if you're in an environment where you're trying to excel, you're trying to go up, 
Mm-hmm. However, due to the circumstances, right, mm-hmm. your friends or maybe some acquaintances are dragging you down, exactly, right? Yeah. So what do you do? It's a very hard position. Did right? you ever find yourself in that situation? Me, like- me, maybe a little bit, right? Because mm-hmm. I know so you're very bit. academically driven, mashallah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, just for anyone though. Mm-hmm. Whenever, because I had a lot of friends in high school too that went through the same thing. Of course. Just hanging around the wrong people, people dragging them down academically, maybe making wrong decisions, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, we have to relate this back to Islam, right? Definitely. Yeah. What do we know? Once something's dragging you down, with hardship comes ease, right? Mm-hmm. SubhanAllah. So, say, for example, someone's saying, okay, yo, yo, Amr, let's go. Let's let's go drink some yeah. beer on Friday night, right? Yeah, let's Friday go to the bar, night, yeah. right? Yeah, so what let's are you go do? club and roads for yeah. us. And now, <laughs> and now, since you're with so many of your friends, yeah, or maybe not just one friend, mm-hmm. and he's like, yo, come, uh, this captain of the basketball team is going to be here right yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. are you gonna are you gonna be that guy that doesn't go that's your yeah, decision right exactly that's what i was trying and to say. then yeah. it falls into peer pressure because you're peer pressure this is Big high topic. school right yes and they make you feel like you're missing out on something yeah, right they make you yeah, feel like bro. you're missing out they'll make FOMO. you f- yeah bro and they'll make you feel like you don't belong here right right and and then you just left with like no choice and you just feel like okay i i just have i just have to like follow along go with the flow mm, right now most of us say go with the flow but you should know what the flow actually is or else if you just go with the flow the flow will take you anywhere back yeah. and forth you, you, you don't want to be pulled in by the waves man exactly like, yeah, yeah, man. and i'm sure we've all experienced that in some sort of way whether it be worse or a little better right definitely mm-hmm. but it's, yeah. it's the fact that you need to know who you are mm-hmm. you need to self-identify yourself and know you're muslim exactly. and this is wrong Exactly. And just stick to what you know, right? Exactly your beliefs. what you know. And we should all strive to like further our knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. Every day we should try to learn something, learn something about your religion because we are all Muslim, but subhanAllah, these days we are Muslim by name, not by our acts, right? Yeah. We we just That's say we're Muslim, 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 but subhanAllah, we don't know who is a Muslim, right? right? And because we fall short so many times, uh, it's really hard to get back on track, yeah. right? The more we fall, the harder it is. The harder it gets. Mm-hmm. I say personally, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts us in through tests. Now, when we are put through these tests, Yasin and Zach, like, we think that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't like us. And, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is supposed to be loving. He doesn't love us because I'm so sad, upset. But the reason we are going through this is for a test so we can learn the harder way. Mm-hmm. Right? And what you were saying just now about um, we're Muslim by name nowadays, yes, right? Yeah. Because people are not confident exactly. with, with um, portraying their religion. Yes, I agree with you. Right? Bro. It's it's kind of a shame, right? Mm-hmm. It they look at Islam as something that is uh, um, frowned upon, right? frowned upon, yeah. right? And I think we get that from public school. Yeah, like public people school. in public school, they don't follow religion. Exactly. It's deemed as corny, right? Yeah. Yes, and even not even that, but just everything we see in. Like around us, right? Mm-hmm. Everything going on in the world. Muslims are seen as, in some cases, yeah, bad. Very bad. People, right? They're like terrorists. They're this. They're that. All that. Mm-hmm. And of course, like, we're in Canada. So, like, what are other people going to follow if not social media? They're not going to mm-hmm. listen to a group of honest people. They're going to go with what, what the socials say, right? Whatever That's how it is, says. bro. Whatever the media says, yeah. The media said this yesterday, yeah. uh, that Muslims are this, Muslims are that. That's why, as we said earlier, be the example. So, um, 
speaking of being the example and stuff mm-hmm. we were saying before how the mother is like i mean the parents are the example right. for the child for sure right and there was I, I was at the lecture the other day and mm-hmm. the sheikh was saying how his parents yeah well not, not only his parents but his whole family right. would like get together okay and they would talk about making decisions and whatnot and mm-hmm. before they would make a decision you know the father would ask them uh do you think this is right do you think right? this is right, right? Yeah. and what that does is that like it builds confidence in their decision making yeah, right i agree with you and i think just that plays a big role in a kid's perception of their faith for sure i agree mm-hmm. with you you get that perception and also uh, this is basically like making much for right yeah yeah, make, yeah that's exactly what it is yeah, yeah you make much for with your family uh this is also a sunnah so yeah like yasin mentioned with the the example with the the father letting their children decide on certain decisions or having some sort of insight with their mm-hmm. right that's that's amazing right because when you give the child that opportunity mm-hmm. to help and in a way guide their family making yeah. the right decisions not only does it impact the family and benefit the family but it impacts the individual the For kid sure. right yeah because now this tra- this child is feeling a sense of belonging and that's yes, very important yes. right and with that sense of belonging comes responsibility yes. and that kind of shapes the character of the child himself sure. right yeah if you start this at a very early age like there's no there's no age requirement for this right only 18 plus plus no no and you start age. this at four five six seven yes. then as the kid develops mature like matures yeah he's going to become very confident confident, confident with himself, yeah. right and that sure. that's going to be amazing for the kid's development right i agree with mm-hmm. you you know like you said it shapes the child itself right so and these days that's why you know a lot of people are, are we see are very less confident in themselves that's why they try to find good friends someone they can mm-hmm. someone who can boost them right yeah. but subhanallah like if we engage ourselves just within our house a little more we can get so much more confident yeah, just and, like that and what it does is it makes you think critically about yes. the choices you make right definitely when you don't put yourself in the environment with your family and stuff mm-hmm. you would make choices blindly and i actually have a question for zach okay how do you feel about an individual's mindset influencing their upbringing it's a great question yeah, well, tell us zach of course so when you think about just this room we're in right now or this library we're in right now right? <laughs> we're in a library right now believe it or not or even at school, we right. all have different friends. We all think differently. We Definitely. all have different mindsets, different mindsets right? Mindsets, yeah. So how does one's mindset differentiate from another, whether it be good or bad? And how does it influence their upbringing, right? Definitely. Mm-hmm. If I have a very confident mindset, mm-hmm. but it's at the same time genuine, mm-hmm. is that going to be good or is that going to be bad? It's going to be better for me, right? Yeah. Definitely. However, if I have a very poor attitude, making bad decisions, poor mindset, poor mindset yeah. how is that going to develop my upbringing right obviously it's gonna be very negative if i'm more focused on proving myself to people and my ego Mm -hmm. how that's gonna be bad man that's gonna be horrible because personally like you're just gonna you're just gonna keep bringing it down for yourself right because if you're constantly proving yourself to others that's what ego is right you're trying to uplift yourself yeah uplift yourself Mm -hmm. right you're not happy you're not you're using others to make you happy right yeah you need Mm -hmm. to have that inner Inner, inner happiness ha- satisfaction that inner yeah. happiness and you can only get that from yourself yeah. and through the deen right of mm-hmm. course and that happiness you also get by being connected to your deen right say you perform your salah on time subhanallah every time you finish your salah you feel great happiness inside your heart 
and that's also shown externally on your face right subhanallah like salah just has a major effect on in your life day to day right and what we're saying about ego like many of us we tend to have a really high ego but what do we have to try to do humble ourselves so we can have the inner happy inner happiness and so we can spread it to others as well subhanallah that's amazing amir subhanallah and when you have this insecurity right right yeah. you tend to turn to the wrong things Definitely. right to gain some sort of validation yes. right yes that's why yeah that's what he turned to the drugs you know Definitely. the gangs you know you yeah, want to yeah, be part yeah. of something like we said For right sure, yeah and you know in high school this is a very normalized word you're valid father you're valid <laughs> why is because they're saying you're i'm not saying there's anything wrong with saying you're valid but it's what you think valid is like for them and for what reason you're being uh, yeah, valid exactly right the whole idea of someone going up to amir yasin maybe some big guy saying yo amir you're valid or anyone right yeah what does that do to the it person that's good if it's for the right reason yeah. right if someone is saying yo that's valid but it's only because yo you're smoking a blunt right yeah mm-hmm. why <laughs> yeah that's just going to make you feel like, oh yeah i'm doing the best thing of my yeah, life right? i should keep doing it but say in the other scenario where you just finish your salah and he says you're valid that's when it's like boost your iman mm-hmm. right you're like wow i'm actually doing a really great thing that other people are appreciating me and and it's helping others perform the same mm-hmm. and what you're being valid for is disrespecting your parents yeah. for rebelling against what you know the ethical code is supposed to be definitely right like right. you were talking before however like i mentioned before mm-hmm. if the guy who's saying it to you just saying is saying it for the right reason yeah for a good intention mm-hmm. and what you're doing is actually good then there's nothing wrong with nothing that nothing wrong because exactly. at the end of the day valid is valid right but yeah. for the right decision <laughs> the right the right thing For sure, for the right thing, for the right intention, for the right act. So, mm-hmm. like if I had a friend that would be like, "You're valid for fasting," yeah. right? That that's the kind of friend yeah. I want to be yeah, around, right? Exactly. We you all want to be yeah. around that person. Yeah. Like you see, and you're valid for fasting. Like you, like you just feel like, subhanallah, like my dean is making me a better person. Mm-hmm. That when you see other people respecting you, why? Because you, You're so connected to your deen. Other people respect you, and they want to actually learn more. Mm-hmm. They're willing to learn more about your religion, you know. But if we just stick to the wrong stuff, and we know we keep our religion out of our lives, and we're so ignorant, and we stay, and we stay like this, then what is mm-hmm. our outcome? You know, and I think Amr, the whole thing, mm-hmm. it just relates to the forbidden yeah. being seen as normal, For right? Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah, bro, definitely. Like we said in the past. Everything is normalized, and you know the more and more, the more days we sleep, the more days we wake up. You know, the more days that pass, what do we see? More forbidden acts being just normal. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And I feel like people silence what their hearts telling them. You know, even you feel me? Yes. Mm-hmm. People, Because like, mm-hmm. let's just say we know something is wrong, right? But we do it day to day, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So say it could be as simple as skipping a prayer, right? Yeah. So say we're getting lazy mm-hmm. and we don't want to wake up for fajr salah, right? Yeah. And we just say, okay, I'll wake, I'll just wake up the next day yeah. or something, and then I'll, I'll, I'll do pray it tomorrow, on time, right? I'll then you dig tomorrow. yourself a little hole. One yeah. day the hole is one centimeter. Next day it's two centimeters, three centimeters, and then you're in the meters, right? It's easy to get out of one centimeter. Very it's easy. very hard to get out of meters, right? I love that analogy. I can't yeah, I love that. Beautiful. You know, I was 
Because um, once you're in too deep, man, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard. harder to get back up. Yes. Damn. So I was listening to this uh, lecture by Muhammad Hablos, and he was saying how the person who misses a prayer, just one prayer, just one, bro, is worse than a murderer in the yes. eyes of Allah. Subhanallah. I seen that lecture too. Yeah. You seen that Zach? Like, yeah. When you when you just hear that, it hits, bro. It's deep. It does. Mm-hmm. You know, just you do. You know, prayer holds such a such a large value, a mm-hmm. great value in every single Muslim's life. It's prayer. Every time of the day, there's a prayer that comes and which should be performed. But like we said earlier, when it's skipped, we f- we feel afterwards that re- the regret, mm-hmm. the remorse. Yeah, and when you neglect your prayers, right? You feel you don't feel a connection, yeah, right? You don't feel a connection. And what do you do? You turn to other things. To, to get that connection To numb the pain yes. Right And Zach You have any examples for that Like I feel like we can relate this back To like Children right Because yeah. Obviously we spoke about parents We spoke about social settings Friends Groups yes. High school right mm-hmm. Prayer is so important To learn For the parents To teach to the kids I mean right Definitely mm-hmm. If a parent is teaching The kid How to pray properly On time The significance mm-hmm. The importance Of the, importance. the prayer itself Yes as a kid grows up and matures, <laughs> he's gonna teach their his own kid or her own kid that same stuff, right? That yeah, they learned. I definitely. And prayer is so important <clears throat> just for that one reason. It it drives the whole religion, right? Subhanallah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It holds every aspect of the religion. You know, like how you're saying, like every single Muslim should know how to pray. And I'm sure majority know, but not don't perform. That's what we said earlier, Muslim by name. But we're just Muslim. You know, anyone asks you, you know, what's your religion? I'm Muslim, brother. But what are, what are you doing the next next second, next minute, next right? day? Yeah. Right? You're an engineer, but are you really an engineer? If you don't yeah. know the, the code, you don't know yeah. how to do it. Exactly. You yeah. don't know how to design. Yeah, how yes. are you an engineer, right? Yeah, exactly. How are you Muslim if you don't know how to yeah. perform and how do, do Yeah, because yeah, it's a way of life, right, at the end of the day. Yeah, your religion is... Basically, a guideline for you. Mm-hmm. You're given a guideline. We're shown ways of Rasulullah and the Quran given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we have all of these guidelines, tools. These are tools to success, but we don't use them. We, we lack in this sense of our religion. We said earlier, we hold back from our religion. We, we tend to not keep it normal. We tend to keep it to ourselves because many of Others around us are non-Muslim, but back to the point. As as we're brought up, we ha- we have to be that example, be that mm-hmm. good example. Yeah. So Zakaria, tell me about of all these socials we have on our phones these days: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat. You know, as a youth, we are all gonna be youths, right? And we always will be. But as a youth, right? How do these socials affect us? How right. do they impact so, us? Right. So, like you said. Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all yeah, of these, all of right? These, definitely. It's 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 good for some aspects, right? right? Yeah. You can stay updated, you can listen, mm-hmm. you can watch the news. There's a lot mm-hmm. of for beneficial sure. things. Beneficial but at the same things. time, you need to use it for the right because there's a lot of wrong in it wrong too, in right? It. Yes. If you're using Instagram mm-hmm. just to follow other people and yeah. to be updated with their lives, yeah. What's the point, What's right? The point, it's going to make yeah. you feel bad about yourself. And that's what a lot of these used to do, right? Yeah, and that's you, where the insecurity comes that's from. That's when the insecurity, the insecurity comes from, right? Because, yo, how many followers do you have? Yes. Yeah. How many followers do <laughs> you have, right? Yeah. I have 10, you have 20. What's, 
You have yeah. 100, I have 1,000, right? Why does it matter? And then you stay updated on all their posts, oh, yeah. what they're doing, all right? All their platforms. Everything. All their platforms. And that's going to, relating back to the insecurities, right? That's going to be like, yo, this guy's at in Vegas right now. He's doing whatever. This and, guy's downtown and, Toronto, right? And, and, I'm, and I'm still stuck in Scarborough. <laughs> and I'm still stuck in Scarborough. Look at me, bro. Look at what I'm doing. This guy's so much better than me, right? Yeah. I should be doing that. It really I wish that was me. Yeah. You feel all this insecurity and jealousy and, and like yeah, hate, bro. resentment sometimes, right? For sure, for sure. And then there's a lot of disrespectful stuff that happens on Instagram, Facebook, a lot of these platforms too. Yeah. Even TikTok, like I mentioned before, it's a great way to stay updated. However, there's a lot of dumb, like, bro, dumb influences, bro. bro. So, okay, funny story. Okay, so yeah. The um, Hashid Zakaria, mm-hmm. they have a TikTok account. Okay. And the sheikh, he logged into the TikTok account to see if they've been posting and whatnot. Yeah. So he goes through the feed, right? The TikTok <laughs> feed. Oh, you know, shit. Right? And I'm like, bro, there's no way. And yeah. he told me that there is so much stupid stuff on the TikTok, right? Yeah, definitely. He's like, bro. someone's been watching, like... <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> He's oh, like, shoot. someone's been watching some inappropriate stuff on TikTok. Yeah. And I told him, no. No, no, no. TikTok is just like that. It yeah. pushes... It pushes you to watch the... No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. It pushes you to... um to watch those stuff because it's always going to be in anybody's for you page right trending so, stuff that's right? trending. it's always trending yeah uh, but they're, they're obviously like any other platform there is algorithms once mm-hmm. you click on something for even yeah. two seconds three seconds if Definitely. you're watching it for a minute yeah. they know right they, they know, know what you like they know how how long you watch it for, right? right yeah and that's how they develop the algorithms right yeah, for sure it's, it's very scary when you think about it very scary because you know the other day I was just searching for headphones right yes then I go on to YouTube, I see headphone ads, the same ones I'm looking for, an ad about it. Yeah. That's, I'm like, that's so weird. Like, there's no they privacy. Just, they just get everything. Mm, yeah, no all your information. All your info, bro. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the end of the day, this stuff influences your upbringing because you, you have people watching inappropriate stuff. Yeah. And their perception of the world is kind of... Kind of off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you have people showing you that stuff and you have... Sometimes you have no choice but to be influenced by it, right? Mm-hmm. Like all those, all the socials, how they're impacting every single individual, especially in high school. Like these socials tend to shape, you know, like yes. these, like these, right? You seen like we see, we see these things, bro. Yeah. Ev- okay, if you walk through the halls, everyone is on their phones yeah. doing something, right? For sure, for sure. Well, whether it's watching a TikTok, whether it's texting, you mm-hmm. know, someone they're not supposed to, uh, whether <laughs> <laughs> it could be anything, right? And what does it all do? It's all a time waste. All the time. It's all time right. waste. How much time, time do we spend on our phones? Not even, not even social media. Phones just in general. We spend a lot of time on our phones. A lot. Mm. Check the screen time. Check the screen time. <laughs> oh, check the screen time. Check like, the screen time. Mine is like, who knows, five, six hours. And this is kind of hypocritical for us too because yeah. we have social media and yeah. we post. But like Definitely. It, and it's at the end of the day, social media, like we said, is beneficial. It's not a bad thing, right? Yes. But, but it's the way how easily we can fall short on it. Because it's more we have, awareness, right? We need more to be awareness. aware. We have to be more aware because why? We have nuffs. Yeah. We have nuffs. Second, we have whispers in our ears. But more than the whispers, it's our nuffs, right? And the nuffs can make us do many things in, in mm-hmm. social media, majorly in social media, because that's what is trending these days. 
So yeah, we talked about a lot of stuff today. We mm-hmm. talked about social settings with youth, right? How that shapes them. We talked about personal settings, their ego, their mindset. Exactly. We talked about most importantly your parents, your mother, right? Yeah. All of these have a major impact on youth no, and how youth. they're shaping, yeah. how they're how they go from young to adults, yeah, right? Young to adults, mm-hmm. exactly. That's so true. overall. <clears throat> It's amazing, right? It's amazing it to see. Amazing to see. Amazing to. But well, it's not so amazing when it's done done wrong. Done right? the wrong yeah. way. Yeah. To, the main thing is awareness, like you said, right? Yeah, for sure, bro. Being aware and being knowledgeable. I agree. In our decisions. I agree with you, Sohan, so Yasin. I think that's gonna be a wrap on the episode. Yes, it will be. It will be. Bro. That was a good episode. I know, that was good, bro. Thank Zakaria. you for having me, today, yeah, guys. Zakaria, it's it's a great pleasure to see you, bro. It's always it's always a blessing to have you. You know, subhanallah. You're, it's always have you yeah, again. Yeah. We'll Super always have soon. you soon, bro. Always have you soon, and we'll see you in the next one. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum, guys. Um,